revisited. Welcome to the podcast. I'm Ben. I'm the senior pastor at Historic Trinity Church in downtown Savannah. I'm passionate about following Jesus, loving my family, enjoying all sports involving a ball, and a constant pursuit to find the perfect bottle of bourbon. And I'm Molly, a Methodist from the West Coast, but after moving to Savannah a few years ago, I found a home in Trinity and a friend of Ben's. My greatest joy in life is simply sitting on the front porch with my husband, my crazy dog, and a great bottle of red wine. Faith Revisited, we'll talk about our own church as we're constantly trying to adapt to an ever-changing world as a downtown historic church. We'll talk about United Methodist Matters as our denomination faces an exciting and uncertain future. We'll explore church leadership in the 21st century. And we'll talk to different faith leaders about their perspectives of religion today, how we can be more authentic, stop alienating people, and how faith is more important than ever to connect us to God and each other. Hey, maybe we'll touch on a topic that speaks to exactly where you are in your faith. We won't know until we try, right? Let's do it. Welcome to this episode, our holiday edition of Faith Revisited. We're so glad that you're here and taking the time to spend with us today. Yeah, we are excited. This is our holiday edition, and um, we're kind of at that in-between point of the holidays that it's too late in the season to give you um, uh, tips on logistics and things to plan for the holiday season, but it's still early enough that we wanted to do something a little bit different, and that is give you some permission things that you can say no to, and we give you permission, things you can say yes to. Our permission may only, that and 25 cents might get you <laughs> um, uh, an extra sugar at Starbucks. It's, coffee's expensive, right? You remember coffee's that old really thing? expensive, yeah. yeah Especially those food. holiday drinks, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. You're not going to buy a holiday drink with what we have to say, but, but, but you might get an extra pump of uh, vanilla in there. <laughs> there uh, but that's right. But that said... This holiday season is probably, you're swept up in the tide of all of it. What are some things that we can say that we want to give you permission to say no to and to say yes to this holiday season so you can have a fulfilling and meaningful um, time uh, this time of year? So the first thing that we say no to, Molly, won't you share that with me? Is being overly busy. Yes. So this is, you have permission to say no to holiday parties. If you are overwhelmed or there's too many or don't feel guilty about this, um, pace yourself. It's a long month. I mean, by the time this episode release, we're going to be almost halfway through with it. And I'm sure you've already had your calendar filled to the brim. Um, it's okay to say no to things. Yeah. I, and, and, and I'm being a preacher. Um, this is a tough time of year for that. Because you want to be everything for everyone. Everybody sends you an invitation to something. Um, this coming weekend, for example, I was sharing with Molly when we were off air. It, you know, from Friday through Sunday evening for, I think, 72 straight hours uh, is pretty much planned with church activities. We've got uh, a, a choir uh, party uh, Friday night. A church member is throwing a Christmas party on Saturday I'm going to. Of course, we have a busy Sunday morning as normal, and then our big Lessons and Carols concert 
is um, on Sunday evening. And by, by that, I mean, that's a whirlwind, right? For an entire yeah. weekend. It, and it's great. It's going to be wonderful. But it's a good reminder that we don't have to say yes to everything that we want to do. And that also goes for, like, if your holiday traditions are getting crazy, like, I hear parents complain all the time about the elf on the shelf, you know, um, find another way to start a new tradition or things where you don't have traditions that take time, effort, thought, like really focus in on yourself and relax, simplify this holiday season. You can say no to almost anything. Well, and pro tip parents, because I'm a parent who does the elf on the shelf reluctantly. <laughs> um, if yours is young enough that they pretty much believe most anything in writing signed by the elf, my daughter's not listening to this podcast, so we can, <laughs> we can spoiler alert here about the real source of elf magic. Um, go ahead and write a letter that, that um, you know, the elf doesn't, doesn't necessarily move every night, that, that there are exceptions to it, that, that the elf is tired, that whatever it is, is golly, one more thing, you got to move that dang elf on top of yeah. it all. Like, like Molly said, traditions are wonderful. They're meaningful. But, but remember the real meaning behind those traditions at the holiday season is not the stuff you do. It's the people you're spending time with. And you don't have to be overly busy or overly programmed just to spend time with people that you love. Yep. Yeah, there's nothing better than a holiday movie on TV and some hot cocoa and sitting and relaxing on a Saturday night instead of getting all dolled up and going out. So just really think about what your calendar looks like, and what you can say no to. Absolutely. The second thing we want to give you permission to say no to, and it's going to sound counterintuitive, but go with us on this. Say no to holiday cookies. And what do you mean there? Well, I, some people have already turned off the podcast, thrown their phone across the room and said, no <laughs> way. How dare you? I yeah. know. A cookie here, a cookie there. It's fine. All that's fine. But remember, the indulgences add up. And we're not being nitpicky or trying to shame about weight and things like that. It's really about energy. You know, sugar naturally spikes your blood sugar, and then you naturally come down even harder. If you're, um, you know, trying to do those essential things that you need to do this holiday season, and I'm speaking from a clergy perspective, you've got multiple services you're leading. You've got sermon planning you're doing. You've got meetings that are happening. You've got all kinds of things you're trying to be a part of. Make good decisions about what you put in your body. Things that will give you energy, not suck your energy away. Things that will make you, uh, give you um, the, the ability to sustain, you know, throughout the, the, the season and not be so, um, I mean, because the truth is when you, you have sugar crashes, it's going to affect everything. Your mood, yeah. your, your um, fatigue, it's going to affect your patience level with people around you. And yeah, I'll give no you one another wants a one. Grinch in the holiday season. Exactly. And, and I'll give you another, and I'll say it for clergy perspective, because not all of us are comfortable sharing, but for those who drink alcohol, be careful how much you have this season. Parties where it's permissible, now that's not everybody, but well, we all know that there's some that are. Just be careful, not, not for any reason other than you're just making good decisions about what's going in your body. I don't and know, what wouldn't do you, think? you feel great about starting January 1st, not on, not in a pit, you know, like everyone's like, oh, when January 1st hits, then I'll get to the gym and I'll do all that I need to do. But like the cookies do add up. These indulgences do add up. And why wouldn't it feel great to start January 1st, like on level, 
like floor two versus in the basement, you know, like just set yourself up. It's, it's a mind shift that you have to do that, you know, what you're putting into your body is nourishing and it really does affect behaviors. I get so cranky and grumpy and, you know, it's based off what I eat and the attitudes and all of that. So yeah, say no to cookies, like indulge in one or two, but do not feel bad about not eating them all. Yeah, know your limits. I have a friend who's a dietitian and, and she said something to me once that, that has always stuck with me. And, and it may be careful because sometimes I shame myself with this, but it's a good encourager if it, you don't let it go to the shame side. Fuel is, uh, excuse me, food is meant to fuel. Mm-hmm. It, food is not meant to bring enjoyment. And we tend, yeah. and it's okay if it does from time to time, but we tend to think, you know, the food and the indulgences and the alcohol and the cookies and all of these things lead to pleasurable experiences. Just be mindful of, of having too much over oh, too long. I'm more miserable after I indulge in all of those. So, yeah. Yeah. So, and, and I'll be honest, I've begrudgingly this week since we're back from Thanksgiving break where I ate too much for too many days in a row, um, I've begrudgingly made it a real point this week to, to go to bed early, to wake up early. I've been eating things that are not the most pleasurable thing to eat, um, <laughs> salads and, 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 you know, limiting carbs and going to the gym every morning, you know, the way I'm supposed to. And, and, and I'll be honest, it's not always the most pleasurable thing, but I can tell you, I feel better now than I've felt in two weeks because Thanksgiving got me down. Yeah, absolutely. And so going off of that, the first thing that we're giving you permission or highly recommending you say yes to is healthy habits. Yes. Healthy habits. Go. Yeah. We just, I I just touched on one. Um, Go to bed on time. I I was having lunch with a a, a counselor friend who we were just talking about emotional health and she said, people take for granted how important sleep is. Yeah. Go to bed on time. If you're an early riser, go to bed even earlier. You know, don't try to run off of five hours of sleep. Seven to nine hours of sleep is what you need every single night. And if you're someone who needs closer to nine, be aware of that. Oh, I sleep nine to 10 hours a night and I am not ashamed. I don't have children at this time, so I can do that and I take full advantage. I just did some international travel and the jet lag, I've been going to bed like much earlier than normal, but I've been waking up early too. I still get nine to 10 hours of sleep a night, but it has been so lovely to fall asleep when it's like getting dark outside and I'm up and it's, I accomplished so much before 9am. It's insane. So yeah, Yeah, healthy habits. So sleep is great exercise, um, yeah. even go out and walk and look for Christmas lights. You can do that as a family with some friends by yourself. Instead of getting in the car and driving around, just bundle up and go for a walk. Like that's a very easy shift that you can do. 30 minutes a day. And it's going to sound like one of these, you know, help, you know, infomercial things, but honest to God, the research is there. 30 minutes a day, move your body. Doesn't matter how you move it. Go for a walk, go for a run, bike lift weights, cross train, do orange theory. I've got a buddy who gets up at 4 a.m. every day because he has wow. just found he's addicted to orange theory, which is a bet, yeah. is one of the better things to be addicted to. But yeah. he, um, but he's found community there too. And it's an enriching piece of his life. He and his wife both do it. And, but whatever you do, just, just a minimum, 30 minutes a day. And, and, re, and it may mean restructuring your day so that you don't, you waste less time because you're yeah. trying to fit that in. But it's just healthy habits are essential this time of year where it's so easy to be unhealthy. Yeah. And the last, I don't know if you have any other healthy habits to add, but I'm going to add in there, drink your water. 
drink water, stay hydrated. It's going to help with the whole cookie thing we talked about last, you know, flushing out your system. It's going to make you feel better. It's going to make everything just go smoother. You won't get headaches. I mean, it's just, you need to hydrate. So make an effort this holiday season. Yeah, that's wonderful. And finally, the last thing we want you to say yes to, and maybe this is the Sunday school answer, but it's important. Say yes to God this season. Yeah, absolutely. Take some time and really set a devotional practice or, um, you know, we have some other tips for you, but really focus in on God. This it's the reason for the season. And, um, that is something you can definitely add into your life. Yeah. And, and for preachers, you know, specifically from one preacher to the next, make sure that you are reading or are connecting with materials this season that leads you closer to God that you are not going to preach on. And that's all year long. But, but, but for preachers, it's really easy this time of year because you have so many spiritual things that you're leading that you, you confuse your study time for that with your devotional time with God. Have your own devotional materials. Have your own time of prayer. Do your own journaling. Um, you know, Find ways to enrich your own spiritual life. Because you're not going to be the spiritual leader during this important season if you're not yourself engaging um, in spiritual things. And so, yeah, say yes to God. And sometimes that, I mean, it goes to all of these things. That means saying no to some busy things because you just need to slow life down and connect with what matters. One of my favorite new devotional materials is the app called Lectio, that's L-E-C-T-I-O, Lectio 365. It's from the 24-7 prayer folks, if you're familiar with that. Um, it's a very large website. And they do a number of things. But Lectio 365, it's a Lectio Divina way of reading scripture, which is that you read a small segment of scripture multiple times and reflect on it in multiple different ways. And so it honestly, the, the app, you turn it on and either you can read it silently or it will read it with you. And so you can, you know, it'll, it'll give you prompts to, to be quiet and to be still and to reflect and um, to still your mind and body and all this stuff. And it takes like eight minutes every day. Yeah. The whole devotional is eight minutes. And it is just one of my newfound loves. And so we'll put a link to that in the show notes. It's Lectio 365. And they're doing a wonderful uh, walk through the Advent season every day. And so you're getting to the Christmas story slowly, very slowly. Um, but surely, but it's really meaningful way to start your day. Yeah, I'm actually, this is something I struggle with uh, as the year goes by in general, but um, I'm leading a book study um, this Advent season. So it is at church on Sundays. It's four weeks. Um, it's an Adam Hamilton book, Faithful. It looks into the story of Joseph. And so that is something that I'm adding into my schedule. I'm also starting the morning with scripture which is something I am not good at and I really struggle with, but I've been great about um, starting the morning with truth. And so starting the morning with scripture, reading the Bible or writing out verses while I journal. Um, and that's something that I'm really trying to be more intentional about instead of first thing in the morning, scrolling social media, I'm starting my day with truth. So I, I love the way you just put that too. Maybe uh, listeners need to write that down that every day you start the day with truth. That's a really, really wonderful way to put it. Um, and, and, and I'll be honest, I'm not the greatest at it. Kids get up early or kept me up at night and, you know, I'm dragging a little bit. Um, but, but, you know, find audio things you can put in the car. This morning, mm -hmm. I, instead of writing and journaling through um, my Lectio 365, I ended up just listening um, between 
dropping my second child off at daycare and the gym. So I got, I got the devotion, the daily devotional in that way. And it was, it was meaningful. So, so just keeping those things with high priorities, even if you're, you know, the rhythms of your day, they may not be perfect. No one's is every day, but, but knowing that you start the day with the essential things, things of truth and meaning and, and that you make sure that even when logistics kind of throw curveballs, um, you know, you, you, you can still work in the important stuff. Absolutely. Yeah. Anything else on this topic? Well, most of all, we, uh, on behalf of Faith Revisited, um, uh, this is our first Christmas with you. We want to wish you the very uh, most contemplative and meaningful Advent season uh, and a very Merry Christmas. May your life and heart be changed. Uh, with the coming of the Christ child. Wonderful. Thank you all so much for listening. This was a wonderful 2019 where we started this podcast and it's been so fun to learn and grow in this new medium. It's brought such joy and enrichment to both of our lives. So thank you for being on this journey with us. We really look forward to 2020 and things we have in store for you. Um, So we look forward to chatting with you again in the new year. Between now and the new year, leave us a review uh, on iTunes or where you listen to podcasts uh, and invite other listeners and we'll see you in 2020.